Good oral health is about more than just brushing and flossing your teeth. Dental disease is 100% preventable and it starts at home with you. Yep, you heard me right. Cavities are a disease and not something our children should just get. Your mouth is a window into your body and it has an effect on your speech, breathing, chewing, heart health, so much more. And we're not listening to it. Come along with me on this journey and I'll give you a whole new perspective of the importance of taking care of your mouth and the long-term effects it has not only on your oral health, but also your overall systemic health. On this podcast, we'll bring you a mixture of professionals, experts in the field that will give you advice and action steps you can take with your kids in different situations. We're also going to have moms, dads, caregivers, just like you, having the same struggles that you are because together we can make a difference and help keep our kids healthy because a healthy mouth is a healthy body and a healthy life. And it all starts with you. Welcome to the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about mouth taping. With May being Mouth Taping Awareness Month, we can't ignore the elephant in the room. It's all over social media and YouTube. Everyone's talking about it. Mouth taping has become very popular, but a lot of people wonder why anyone would want to do it and is it even safe? When I bring this up to someone who has never heard of it, they look at me like I have two heads. I have to admit it, even I thought it was crazy when I learned about it a few years ago. So in this episode, we're going to explain more about mouth taping, why you might want to mouth tape, the benefits of mouth taping, when to and when not to tape, how to tape, different types of tape, side effects that mouth taping may have, why I use it myself, and why I recommend it to my patients in my myofunctional therapy practice. First, let's start with we were meant to breathe through our noses all day and all night, 24-7. Nasal breathing, in my opinion, is a topic that's not discussed enough. Unless you're exercising or have nasal congestion or something wrong with your nose, you should always breathe through your nose. There are some people who just can't breathe through their nose. I understand that. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. What is mouth taping and why would someone want to do it? Mouth taping is a home remedy that helps treat mouth breathing when you're awake and you're asleep, mostly when you're asleep. Mouth taping isn't rocket science. It's simply just putting tape over your mouth at night so you can sleep better. Mouth breathing is associated with numerous health conditions, including snoring, allergies, dental disease, just to name a few. This podcast would go way too long if I went into more of what happens with mouth breathing. So I have another episode where we just talk about mouth breathing. But mouth taping is something that you're used to keep your mouth closed at night. And there's special skin safe tape for then mouth breathers are forced to breathe through their nose. We naturally are designed to breathe through our noses. Nasal breathing produces something called nitric oxide. That's one of the benefits of mouth taping. Nitric oxide dilates your blood vessels, improves circulation, which helps hypertension and risk factors associated with stroke, heart disease, and so much more. Chronic mouth breathing is a habit that can change your facial structures, your body posture, your oral and systemic health, and it can lead to breathing disorders with harmful outcomes that compromise your quality of life. So when you're a mouth breather, especially at night, it affects your sleep cycle, your breathing cycle. It activates your sympathetic nervous system, always keeping you in fight or flight. So you never really get that good night's sleep and you wake up feeling tired because you're always in fight or flight. So changing your habits now is going to be crucial. If you don't change these habits, the symptoms will only get worse and worse as you age. And then a lot of those people are the ones that are in CPAP machines now as they get older. We might not be able to technically reverse the symptoms, but we can stop them from getting worse. 
And there are ways that you can allow your jawbone to remodel your muscles to change in a positive direction so you can keep it from getting worse. Mouth taping can help in many instances, and it's definitely not for everyone, and it's only recommended if you can breathe through your nose. So there's a way that you can unstuff your nose or unblock your nose, and it's a simple exercise. You can take a deep breath in, pinch your nose with your thumb and your index finger, keeping your lip closed, shake your head to the left and the right a couple of times back and forth, then front and back until you feel that hunger for air. Keeping your lips closed, remove your fingers and your thumb from your nose and take a deep breath in through your nose. A lot of times that will just unblock your nose. And if you have just nasal congestion, you can use this as many times as you need to unblock your nose. But not everyone can keep their lips together. So that's where mouth taping is a tool and you can retrain your brain as long as you can breathe through your nose to keep your lips closed. And you can use it both day and night. But some people do need myofunctional therapy to help strengthen their lips and the facial muscles that are weak from oral habits like sucking your thumb, finger sucking, other things that you do with your tongue. So let's talk into why you you would use it. We went over it a little bit, when to use it and when not to use it. So promoting nasal breathing with mouth tape helps in a lot of ways. It helps give your body more oxygen. It prevents your sinuses from drying out. It helps filter allergens when you're breathing through your nose, which helps reduce anxiety. It lowers your blood pressure. You can have better breath, better oral health. It also is definitely going to help you sleep better. It did for me and I won't sleep without it now. So when would we use mouth tape? If you're cringing at the thought about not being able to move your mouth or open your lips, you're not alone. I was when I first started using this. It took me a couple weeks to get used to it. Mouth taping doesn't mean completely taping your mouth closed. There are different methods that you can use. There's different tape that you can use. And the tape is flexible. It's porous. You can still breathe around it if you need to. Depending on the method and the tape that you use, that's going to depend on how that works and if you can breathe. And this points to keeping your mouth closed instead of wide open, drooling on your pillow at night, breathing through your mouth, waking up with a dry throat, a stuffy nose, a sore throat, getting up and going to the bathroom. You're not in danger of not being able to open your mouth and you can always take the tape off. Mouth taping involves the use of medical tape or specialized mouth tape to help keep your mouth closed, mainly while you sleep. And the idea behind this is to promote nasal breathing when you sleep, because when you're in that unconscious state, you can't always keep your lips closed because you have to consciously think about that. And for some people, as soon as they fall asleep, their tongue drops back, their mouth drops open. And that's just what happened. And that's why mouth breathing is linked to a range of health issues including sleep apnea, snoring, dry mouth, even dental problems like cavities and gingivitis and gum disease. So it's a simple yet effective technique that has gained popularity in the recent years due to the numerous benefits that it has. But first, you have to be able to breathe through your nose. I can't stress that enough. Breathing and oxygen are the number one basic need that our body needs. Without it, everything else is a struggle in life. I want to emphasize, if you can't breathe through your nose, mouth taping is probably not for you until you can. Um, so you can start with, can you breathe through your nose? That's why I like to start there. And there's another simple test that you can do to see, can you breathe through your nose? You can take a sip of water and hold it in your mouth and time yourself. How long can you hold that water in your mouth while breathing through your nose? I don't mean hold your breath. I mean, hold the liquid in your mouth and breathe through your nose. If you can breathe through your nose for three minutes, you can retrain yourself to breathe properly and start using your nose to breathe. Mouth taping is not recommended and you should not try mouth taping if you cannot breathe through your nose for three minutes without using your mouth. If you can't, you're going to want to look into why. Do you have swollen adenoids, swollen tonsils, a deviated septum, 
polyps. What's going on in your nose? You can see a myofunctional therapist. They can help you get to the bottom of that, your doctor and ENT. But breathing through your nose is going to be the number one thing that you should do to be healthy just in general. I don't even recommend myofunctional therapy to my patients if they can't breathe through their nose. I want to know why they can't breathe through their nose. And some people just accept the fact that they can't breathe through their nose, but it's not the healthy way to breathe through your nose. So if you can breathe through your nose for three minutes or more, you can retrain yourself to breathe better, to sleep better. And tape is one of those tools that you can use to help. When you use it at night, it's great for people who have a hard time keeping their lips together and their mouth closed. I personally thought I had a bladder issue because I was getting up two to three times in the middle of the night, waking up with a dry mouth, a stuffy nose, a sore throat, getting a drink and going to the bathroom. I was thinking it was the, I have to go to the bathroom that was waking me up. And so I saw a urologist for years till he wanted me to take these medications that was going to dry everything out. My eyes, my nose, my mouth, everything. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Turns out mouth breathing was my issue. Once I started taping, I didn't get up to pee anymore. No dry mouth, no sore throat, no stuffy nose, no headaches, no dark circles under my eyes. And I was actually sleeping six to seven hours without waking up unless the cat or the dog woke me up. So mouth taping has been a game changer for me and I don't sleep without it. You might not need to tape, but I found that it works best for me and it helps me use my diaphragm to breathe. It's a muscle at the base of your lungs. And when you breathe through your nose, you use your diaphragm to breathe and you get more air because you get that nitric oxide CO2 exchange in your lungs. It helps slow down your heartbeat. It helps calm you down. If you're using your mouth to breathe at night, you're always in fight or flight. Your sympathetic nervous system is activated and it's telling your body you're in distress. So that increases your heart rate, sweating, sometimes night terrors, and increases, decreases the mobility of your digestive system. It increases the release of epinephrine and cortisol. And that also can lead to weight gain if you have more cortisol. It relaxes the bladder, which is why I was waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. But for my daughter, she was having bedwetting and all of this is hereditary. So my mom had the issue. I did, my daughter did, my sister, my niece. So it's definitely hereditary and runs in the family. And also when you're breathing through your mouth at night, you're swallowing more air, which is going to lead to more gas. If you have irritable bowel, that's going to irritate that. It can even create more acid reflux or be a problem if you've got GERD. When you breathe through your mouth, you don't produce that nitric oxide. So you get 18% less oxygen to your brain and your body, which is probably why you're waking up feeling tired. So if you're wondering why, that's probably why. So you are a mouth breather if you're sleeping with your mouth open, if you're snoring, if you're waking up with a dry mouth, sore throat, itchy nose, if you're drooling on your pillow or you notice that you had drooled on your pillow once you wake up. If you have sleep problems, if you have agitated sleep, if you find the pillows on the floor or your sheets all messed up, you're probably tossing or turning and that's your body's way of waking you up to compensate for the fact that it doesn't feel like it's getting enough oxygen. You could have nasal obstruction, which is going to cause you to be irritable during the day because you're sleep deprived and then getting up and going to the bathroom or bedwetting. These are all signs that you could be a mouth breather. And what happens is when you're mouth breathing, it causes your tongue to rest at the bottom of your mouth so you can get airflow. And so you have abnormal tongue activity. So it also affects the muscles of your face, your head, your neck, because they compensate for the movements that your tongue are not doing. This abnormal tongue activity can also lead to facial pain, TMJ pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, gum disease, and increased tooth mobility, especially if your tongue is pushing on those lower front teeth. 
So additionally, those are who are habitual mouth breathers might struggle to maintain good posture because when your tongue is blocking your airway, you tend to roll your shoulders and keep your head forward to keep your tongue out of your way to unblock your airway. So people that carry their heads forward, a lot of times they actually have an airway issue. This forces your head to lean, which then puts fatigue on the muscles. And that's what creates that tension and pain. It can also affect the discs in your neck, early arthritis, tension, headaches, and dental problems like clenching and grinding. Everyone can sleep better when they breathe through their nose and their mouth is shut. George Catlin wrote a book in the 1800s called Shut Your Mouth, Save Your Life. So we've known about that that long, that mouth breathing is not something we want to do and nasal breathing is what we should be doing. So taping can help a lot of this stuff. It can help snoring. It can help you feel better because you're sleeping better. And you also, because it decreases your blood pressure, it helps your heart stay healthy, right? So it's a great tool. And that's why I use it for oral myofunctional related issues because it helps with sleep disorder, breathing, sleep apnea, dry mouth, and so much more. And if you wear braces without fixing these dysfunctional oral habits, it can result in your braces not being stable or relapsing. So myofunctional therapy definitely helps with this. And you can click the link below and schedule an appointment with me and we can talk more about it if you find you're having these issues. So now let's talk when should you tape. The best time to tape is right before you go to bed or if you're just starting out during the day for kids and yourself just to see if you like it, if you can breathe before you just do it when you go to sleep. So you simply apply the tape over your mouth. When you're sleeping, you do it before you go to bed and you remove it in the morning. It's also important to use a tape that's specifically designated for mouth taping. Regular tape can be too strong, irritate the skin. I don't recommend duct tape or scotch tape. It can be tough to figure this out on your own. And, you know, can you use it with kids? You can, but you have to be careful and you want to talk to your professional. And again, make sure they can breathe through their nose before you just start taping your kid's mouth shut. I think there was a video where a lady duct taped her kid's mouth shut. And I think because she was doing the mouth taping and she just used that, she didn't have any more information and she got blasted on social media. So I know that a lot of people are hesitant to um, talk about this. So that's why we have professionals that you can talk to. Mouth taping was created by the people who created Buteco Breathing. And so you can work with a Buteco specialist. You can go to the Breathe Institute. Um, you can look at that. You can look at me. You can look up other myofunctional therapists. You can talk to your dentist or your doctor if they know about mouth taping and they would recommend it. Not everybody knows about this or thinks it's a good idea. So there are several different types of tape on the market and I try a bunch of them so that way I can give people my opinion about them. But they all come with their own directions and a lot of these tapes go directly over your mouth and your lips. Some of them go around so you don't tape directly over your lips. I tape directly over my lips. I put my lips together. So I'm just taping on the skin and not actually on my lips. Myotape is the one that I'm currently using and it's because it's stretchy and I uh, can still yell at the dog without having to take it off or get a new piece. It goes around your lips and it comes in two sizes, adult and child. I think that this tape is better for kids because it's not taping their mouth shut and they can still open their lips a little bit, but it helps keep their mouth closed while they're sleeping at night. Just because I don't use it the way they recommend it doesn't mean that you can't use it that way. I felt that I could still open my mouth and I was still breathing and waking up with a dry mouth. So I cut it into pieces of four and I get four nights out of one piece and I actually put my lips together and tape directly over so that way I can't open my lips at all. But when I first started, I just put a little piece going vertically. Then I tried in an angle. Then I tried an X. So you kind of have to just figure out what works best for you. Past 
stitch tape is another one that's really popular. It was a little big for me. So I cut it into strips as well. So I like to cut it into strips. You can get 3M's kinesiology tape, or you can just get kinesiology tape for sensitive skin. Then you can cut it whatever size you want. I'm a diehard mouth breather. So I had to figure out what worked for me. Somnifix is the first one that I started using. It has a little hole in the middle of it, which I loved at the beginning because I could put my straw through it because I felt like I still needed to drink because I was getting dry mouth still. I found out that I was breathing through that little hole. So Somnifix didn't work for me and it didn't stick very well. So some people are really kind of nervous about doing this on their own. So like I said, you can start by putting a little piece, just cut it in half, cut it in thirds, whatever you choose and use it during the day, whatever you feel comfortable with. Start off while you're awake and you know what that feels like before you just do it at night before you go to sleep. I personally use a smaller piece now and I put it on my mouth. I go to sleep. My mouth is closed all night. I'm breathing through my nose all night. So mouth taping is a crucial part of my life and my myofunctional therapy programs because it has just made a huge difference for me. No matter what tape you choose, what method you choose, you'll have to figure out what works best for you. And like I said, you can stretch the piece over the top of your lips and then under. You can put it vertically, horizontally, make an X, whatever you're comfortable with. There's so many options. And because this is getting so much popularity, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot more brands out on the market. I sleep great now that I do this and I just feel better now that I'm getting a good night's sleep. I'm not as cranky. I'm not as irritable. I tend to get a lot more done during the day. And I don't go to bed without it now unless I fall asleep on the couch. And I usually get woken up because my throat is dry and I need a drink of water. And then I put the tape on and I go to bed. So I will put some links to my affiliate links of some of the ones that I'm using, or you can just Google it, whatever works for you. And so mouth taping does work because the process behind it is that you literally tape your mouth shut before you go to sleep. If you're a regular mouth breather, you kind of know what that feels like. You know that you're probably struggling to breathe through your nose a little bit. And I thought I couldn't breathe through my nose because of the nasal congestion. I found out that that wasn't true. Once I started mouth taping and I was breathing better, I wasn't waking up in the middle of the night. My bladder was now not waking me up. And so I learned that it was definitely my mouth breathing and I can sleep a full six to seven hours unless one of the animals wakes me up. And this is exactly reverse of what happens if you have nasal congestion. So while you might need to breathe through your nose, you might have to breathe through your mouth occasionally, especially if you have a cold, if you have nasal congestion, you know, something comes up. So it's important though, that you breathe through your nose as much as possible because breathing helps balance out the pH levels in your mouth. It prevents drying out your mouth. So that's going to be better for decay for gingivitis. When I first started this out, I wanted to prevent cavities. Cavities are the number one preventative childhood disease. What I found out in families where one kid had more cavities and the other one didn't, it came down to the pH levels in their mouth and how are they breathing. And so it just blew my mind because it's not something that I learned as a dental hygienist. I didn't learn about your tongue, about tongue thrust, about tongue ties. I learned if you couldn't stick your tongue out or you had a speech problem, then you had a tongue issue. But that's not true. And there's so much more involved in that, which is why I'm doing all this now because it's too much to say just in one podcast, but breathing through your nose lubricates your nostrils and prevents your sinuses from drying out. It humidifies the air that you breathe, helping too if you have chronic lung disease like asthma, because it's going to give you more humidity, more moisture. 
that's where a humidifier can help. It's going to increase your intake of nitric oxide and exhale more CO2, which is going to be crucial for brain function, cardiovascular health, and overall blood oxygen levels. And it's going to help decrease snoring and teeth grinding. I was breaking my teeth before I started doing all this. I broke the same tooth three times. And I was like, how can I be clenching and grinding my teeth if I'm breathing with my mouth wide open? But your body clenches and grinds and does all this stuff. It's part of the whole compensation package. And I had a hard time wrapping my mind around that at first. Now I understand it a little bit more. So while sometimes this is marketed as a potential sleep apnea treatment, mouth taping itself does not treat pauses in breathing associated with this condition. So it only helps you keep your lips together and breathe through your nose. So you might not have traditional sleep apnea. You might. You might need some oxygen therapy like a CPAP machine, which is a um, continuous positive airway pressure machine. But you got to make sure you're still you can breathe through your nose if you're going to force that oxygen up in your nose. And you got to keep your lips together if you're going to wear that CPAP machine. So a lot of people are not compliant with the CPAP machine because they're still mouth breathers and they haven't addressed the underlying root cause. So what are some side effects of mouth taping? While there are benefits of breathing through your nose and taping, and they have been well established, the potential side effects are skin irritation around the lips of the mouth, especially if you have an allergy to the bandage or the tape or the adhesive. So it can leave a sticky residue depending on how you put it. And nasal congestion, you really don't want to tape if you have this nasal congestion. So to date, there really haven't been a whole lot of clinical studies that prove that this treats the underlying health condition, which it does not. It is another tool. Ask your doctor if you have any concerns about mouth taping. The causes of mouth breathing can vary. Sometimes it's due to a habit. Sometimes it's more severe when you actually have nasal blockages, deviated septum, sleep apnea, some of this stuff. So we really need to look into that before you just start mouth taping. Breathing through your mouth is not the healthiest or the most effective way to breathe. And it can have some serious long-term side effects because mouth breathing causes low oxygen concentration in the blood. It contributes to high blood pressure, heart problems. Oxygen saturation is measured by a pulse oximetry device. So you can get a pulse oximeter and check your oxygen levels. Breathing through your mouth can also lead to wear on your teeth, fractures, cavities, grinding. Mouth breathers have a higher level of bad breath, gingivitis, tonsil stones, stuff on their tongues. So chances are you're not choosing to breathe through your mouth, but there's different things that are making you switch to breathing through your mouth. But we can switch you back to nose breathing, especially if it's a habit and hence the popularity of mouth taping. So again, you should not use this method if you have severe nasal congestion from allergies or illness, and it's probably not going to solve your sleeping issues on its own, especially if you have problems falling asleep in the first place. Because it's not a quick fix and it's not going to solve all of your problems, but it is something that can be used um, during the day. It can give you immediate benefits and everyone is uh, skeptical about this. Okay. I was skeptical at first until I figured out that it worked for me and how amazing it was for me, how I slept better, didn't wake up with a stuffy nose, a headache and go to the bathroom. So most people say that it takes four to six weeks before their brain starts to get used to this breathing. And some people say that after that, they can sleep without the tape and they can keep their lips together. I have been taping for over a year and I still don't keep my lips together. So I have some TMJs and some other things that I don't want to treat. So 
you know, you have to figure out where you are. And like every new trend out there, it works for some people, it doesn't work for others. And we just touched a little bit on mouth taping and mouth breathing, and particularly how useful it is for people who are struggling with snoring or sleep apnea or dry mouth or things like that. So this can help keep your lips together and prevent your airway from collapsing at night. But a mouth taping can reduce dry mouth and it it can improve your quality of sleep, which can increase the amount of REM sleep you get, which is going to make you feel better in the morning. But just a disclaimer, this is not medical advice. This is just a discussion. You always want to talk to your doctor or your healthcare professional before undertaking something that I suggest on any of this stuff. And, you know, I'm not seeing you. I'm not looking at you. I don't know everything else that's going on. I just came on to talk about mouth taping because it is a practice of nasal breathing during the day. What you do during the day is what you do at night. So if you're pretty consistent with breathing through your nose all day, we can actually get you to start breathing through your mouth. So it's up to you. Hopefully this is helpful information and you can read about this. You can don't have to take my word for it if this is the first time you're hearing this. If you have more questions, please post in the comments below. Reach out to me if this was helpful. Share it with your friends. Remember that this tape is specifically designed for mouth taping. Make sure you use that information. And it's essential that you see a healthcare provider if you can't breathe. Breathing is the number one thing you do. You cannot survive without oxygen to the brain for four to six minutes. So I say that breathing is the number one thing we should be looking at when people are have chronic illnesses are not feeling good because breathing is everything. So I hope you found this information helpful. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening today. If something you heard made you smile, made you think, empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, make sure you share this with a friend. Write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook page, Dental Hygiene 411, or hit the link in the show notes to join a conversation. Until next time, breathe through your nose and share a smile. After all, they're contagious.